today I just want to encourage you, and uh, when I was just re- researching uh, through the scripture about uh, just considering mums and, and motherhood, and I started to look at various mums in the Bible, and uh, there were so many mothers in the Bible that are just, were just incredible, they were just standout mothers, and, and uh, there was something real special about mums, or, or mother, or, or mothers, or motherhood, and I don't know about you, if you've ever realized, if you've ever, uh, ever noticed, but uh, there's something I believe that in the, in the heart of every woman, and in the heart of every mother, is the capacity to incubate. The capacity to incubate. The capacity to produce and to love and nurture. Whatever you sow into a woman, whatever you sow into a woman, she is going to incubate that. She's going to hang on to it. She's going to incubate it. She is going to multiply it, and she's going to give it back to you. <laughs> you know, I was just reading, I was reading the, uh, the, the scripture in, in Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give, and it will be given back to you, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and run over. If you give a mum just a little bit of something, if you give a woman a bit of a seed, she is going to incubate that seed, and she is going to multiply it, and she is going to give it back to you, a good measure, pressed down, running over. You give her a, a bag of groceries. She will take that bag of groceries. She'll incubate that. She'll multiply that, and she'll produce you a meal. If you give her a home, if you give her a house, she will incubate that, and she will turn it into a home. Mums are just incredible things. I don't know about uh, with my mum... She's just an incredible, she, I mean, she, there'll be a little bit of food in the house. And dad said, we're going to help bring a whole bunch of people over. There is something about mums that are able to multiply food. You give her a little bit of something. She will take that, she'll work her magic on it, and she'll produce that, and she'll give something back to you, something incredibly powerful. All she needs is a seed, something to work with. And God will use that to multiply. I believe it's in the heart of every woman. If you give, if you sow a dream into a woman, if you sow love into a woman, if you sow honor into your mom, that's why the Bible says, honor your mom and dad. Their life will go well for you. That means if you sow honor, if you sow a seed of honor, if you sow a seed of love, if you sow dreams into your mom, she will take that seed, she will take that dream into her heart. She will hold on to that. She will incubate that. She'll multiply and she'll give it back to you. If you give your mama some grief, if you give her anger and frustration, guess what? If you give her a little bit of injustice, guess what? She's going to take that. She's going to multiply, man. You're going to get it back. It's what the Bible clearly says, honor your mother and father, honor. Sow a seed, sow a good seed into your mum. So honor. Some people that look at Mother's Day and think, well, it's just a whole bunch of commercialism. Actually, no, it's not. If you want to think that way, you're entitled to think that way. But actually, there's something about when you bestow honor, when you, when you bring forth the goodness in people. And uh, when you bring forth the goodness in a mum, 
There is something about a mother that I believe that is just something incredibly powerful. I don't really have time to un- unpack everything what I had today, but if you give her something, if you sow into her, she will nurture that. There is something about the nurturing power of a mother. When you give her something, when you give her a seed, she will nurture that and she'll bring forth life. And as I was looking at a whole bunch of the, these uh, incredible mums in the Bible, there was one particular mum, and there was a whole bunch of them that were just incredible. And, and you know, were, we, we could preach for ages on, on, on the power of, and, of mums and the qualities of mums. But there was a couple of mums that really, really stood out. And today I want to honor these mums. And uh, one of the great leaders in the Bible was a man called Moses. And uh, today I want to just look at Moses' mum. And uh, Moses was born in a time where uh, circumstances were not good. And when, when, when Moses' mum, her name was, uh, I've got to hear, it's uh, Jochebed. So when Jochebed gave birth to Moses, it was not a good circumstances. And I, I understand that uh, not every mum gives birth in the best of circumstances. You know, when, when Moses was born, uh, there was a decree that was put out over the land. And it said that every... Uh, every male child born to a Hebrew woman, you need to get rid of that. So he called the, the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, called every, uh, all the Hebrew midwives together and, and the midwives came together and he said to them, every male child that you see that is born to a, as a Hebrew woman, you're going to destroy. In other words, there was a genocide that was sent to every male Hebrew boy. And as a mother, you can only understand uh, what that would mean, I mean, for even for some of us today, not many of us have experienced genocide, but yet many people experience circumstances or situations or environment that is very, very difficult. And so, so the king, king of uh, Egypt put out this decree and he said, uh, to all, he got all the Hebrew midwives, and I tell you what, these midwives come together and hear what the Pharaoh has to say, and I can imagine the conversation that went after them. Yeah, right, we're not going to do that. That's the power of motherhood when they come together. Man, when you get a whole bunch of mums come together and they come into an agreement, even the Pharaoh of Egypt ain't going to get a word through. <laughs> I bet you he must have even threatened them. You woman better do this or you're going to get it. But when these mums come together, when these midwives come together and took that threat, I tell you what, there was something about the power of mother. There's, I don't care who you are, you ain't going to be threatening my kids. <laughs> I don't care if you are the most powerful man in the world. These are our babies. You aren't going to touch them. So these women get together, these midwives get together, and they come up with a plot. And they came out a cunning plan, and, and they outfoxed that old Pharaoh. I want to tell you right now, I mean, if your mum here today, doesn't matter what comes against you, you'll always find a way to break through. But anyway, it comes to this, so this, this the, mother of, uh, the mother of Moses, she must have come to a point, the Bible says that she hid Moses. She did everything within her power to hide Moses, to protect them. One of the things I know about mums is this, that whenever any threat comes against your family, you'll do your best to stand up and protect your family. And I want to acknowledge the mums today that have stood up and taken on and, and done your best to protect your kids. And some, but sometimes there's a point where you become powerless, you can only do so much. And I understand that there are a woman today that are mums in environments where they can do the best that they can, but they can only do so much. And this is where uh, Moses' mum got to. 
She did the best she could, but the environment got to such a point where she could no longer create the environment in order to protect him. And sometimes, and so she, she, had, she was faced with a tough decision. And I don't know about you, but I know a lot of mums today, if you're a mum here, mums often get placed in positions where they've got to make some tough decisions. And I want to honour you mums, because some of the decisions that you get faced with, now I can tell you, <laughs> not many men could handle that. Here, Moses' mum got faced with a very tough decision. She couldn't go this way. She couldn't go back that way. She was placed in an environment where there was no way. She, there was, she did the best that she could do. She was faced with a tough decision. They had to make a real tough decision. She was in a tough situation, but, and she had, in that situation, she had to make a tough decision. So one of the things she did, she decided in her heart, this child God that you've given me, I can't do much for, so I'm going to, I got faced with this decision to, to make, and all I can do is I'm just going to make out a little basket, and I'm going to entrust this child that you've given to me into this little basket. The seed that you've given me, I'm kind of out of my depth now. I don't even know what to do. I, there's nothing more I can face. And mums, you know what this is like sometimes. Sometimes when you hold your babies, there's, you get to a certain point and you, you've got to make some tough decisions. Some are in situations that are out of their control. And you've just got to do the best that you can do. Today I honor you, mums, that have, but in your heart you hold this treasure, you hold this gift from God, and you put it into the seed, the, this little, little wee incubator. And I know that you mums, that you, you carry a seed of faith inside of, your, inside of your life. There is something about a praying mama. There is something about a praying grandmother. That even though things may be out of your control, there is something of the seed of faith that remains alive in your heart. Even though there is so much you can do with that little child, with that, ch- that baby of yours. And you put that baby into a cocoon, you put that baby into a little basket and set it free. But in your heart, you know, you're entrusting that baby into the Lord's care. Today, to every mum who's had to make tough decisions that are out of your control, today I salute you and I honour you today. She just had a little seed of faith. But that seed of faith was enough for a promise to be fulfilled. I know for many of you mums, you have a, this woman here, she must have had a dream about what her child could possibly be, like every mother. Dream about one day that kid growing up and between being this and that or there must have been a promise that she had inside of her heart. And I want to salute every woman here today that have put your needs aside in order to cater for the needs of other people. But yet you've still held on to the promise. That seed of faith that she had here today was enough for that promise to be fulfilled. One for the, for the mums today that are holding your kids in your heart. I want to say whatever God has promised you, Whatever you are holding in your heart, whatever seed of promise that you are holding in your heart today, don't give up on that promise. You may have thought that your season was over. You may have thought that your child is done for. But I want to encourage you today, don't stop praying for your kids. Don't stop praying for your your husband. Don't stop praying for your children. Don't stop praying for your grandmother. Even though things may look a little bit different, even though things may look tough, even though you may have had to make some decisions that you didn't want to do, you don't want to make, no mother want to want to make those decisions like that. 
But it takes guts to make a decision. It takes guts to make a decision when things are tough, when there was no one else to turn. You may have had a dream that you've had to put on hold. But I want to encourage you today, woman. I want to encourage you for your faith. I want to encourage you for your tenacity. But there is another woman. There was another mum. And this particular woman, I believe, was a a powerful woman. The reality is we never know her name. There's a mother in the Bible. And that there's no record of her name as such. There is ideas that her name could be one of three particular names. There's no record that this mother even had a, a child of her own. But yet this woman who remained unnamed became the saviour of a nation. And this mother was Moses' adopted mother. The Bible says that when her nat- his natural mum put her, Moses in this little casket and sent, her down, sent him down the stream. The Bible says in, Luke ch- in, in Exodus chapter 2, where the, 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 the daughter of Pharaoh was bathing in the river and she sees this little basket flowing. So she sends her messenger out to go and get the basket. And so the, the maid goes and gets the basket and brings this little, brings this little basket to the, to the Pharaoh's daughter. There's no saying, there's no indication whether she's a natural mother or not. But there was something inside of her heart. The Bible says that when she opened the casket and the little baby let out a cry, there was something in the Bible that says that her heart was moved with compassion. That, my friend, is the heart of a mother. Little did she know, but this woman here who remains unnamed became one of the greatest women in the nation of Israel. She became Moses' mother and also had made a tough decision. You've got to understand that this woman here, her daddy had just made a decree. The most powerful man on the earth at that time made a decree that every Hebrew baby boy was to be wiped off the face of the earth. So here's this Here's this woman. Something inside of her heart has moved. When she sees this little baby, she knows exactly what it is. So in the face of threats, in the face of the risk of losing her own life, she made a decision to stand in the gap. She must have understood that somewhere there must have been another mother somewhere who couldn't handle the situation and had to release a baby. Circumstance got to such a point where she couldn't no longer hold on to her baby. I know there's mothers here today that you've had to adopt kids out. My mum did that. One of the toughest decisions he's ever had to make. But then there's the other group of mums that, maybe not a biological mum, but in their heart have opened up their hearts to receive another child. Even in the face of careers, in the face of threats. And and this woman here, in defiance of the decree that went over over the nation, she stood up and said, I'll be a mother to this child. The Bible says that she took this child under her care, even the risk of her own life. She took this child under her own care. And in verse 10 it says, and the child grew and it became her son. It's an amazing thing that this powerful woman in biblical history was unnamed. One of the things, three things that you could bring out about of her was this. One, she was a heathen woman. When you understand the, who the uh, the Egyptians were at the time, who they were in the eyes of God. She was a heathen woman. She was somebody who, in one sense, had nothing to do with God. She was a heathen woman. She was, she was viewed upon as the enemy. 
But yet something inside of her, her heart was moved com- with compassion. Friends, there are some women out there today, I can tell you right now, they don't know who they're mur- nurturing. There are some women today that are some mothers that they, they may be in environments that they shouldn't be in. They may not be uh, walking with God as we know it, but yet something inside of their heart, God is, activates and, and, and they still have the capacity to activate and to be able to be incubators of the things of God, destiny of God. It's amazing when the Pharaoh's daughter, one of the most influential women in Egyptian history, she's not remembered for her style of dynastic rule. She is not known for her reign as one of Egypt's most dynamic queens, nor is she signified as one of the most prolific builders of her time. Her most significant accomplishment was raising a young Hebrew boy, a boy that was ordered by her father to be murdered. And she provided him with the love and the care and an education. She was the one that incubated one of the greatest leaders in Israel's history. She was the one that God rose up, that God used as an incubator to incubate, to be the female savior of a nation. She wasn't a biological mum as such that doesn't give any uh, indication of that. And the more I started to look at that, the more I started to, started to see and started to ask the question, why wasn't she named? And I felt in my heart was this. There are so many mums out there today. I mean, you look at magazines, you see the ideal mum. Uh, you know, she's striking a yoga pose. She's got everything together. She's got this beautiful meal out inside of her. You think maybe that's the ideal mum. But I reckon there's a whole pile of mums just like you out there today. There are some mums you've had to make decisions, tough decisions. But I want to tell you and encourage you today, it was the right decision. God's grace and God's mercy was upon your life. You did the best that you could do, and you did a good thing. I want you to to know in your heart that you don't need to carry that uh, shame or that guilt over your life because you've been praying over that seed. You've been praying over that child. There are other women, there are other mothers out here today, even in, in our community today right now. They may not have a biological child, but just like the unnamed queen, just like the unnamed daughter of Pharaoh, Your name may not be known, but yet inside of your heart, you are the saviour of a nation. Who knows what God has entrusted into your care? I know today that there are teachers out there. You may be a a teacher, may not have any kid of your own. You may or may not. It doesn't matter. But essentially, I know even in the space of teachers, teachers often have to fill that role of a mother. There are women out there today, you've had to step in and fill the place of a mother. And when you nurture them in your heart, what you're nurturing is something great of God. So I want to give today a big shout out to you mums. Whether you've had to give up a child, whether you've taken on a child of your, that's not your own but made it your own. Today I want to give you a big shout out because in your heart I know that maybe God has entrusted some, a, a, a saviour of a nation into your care. And this particular woman, she alone stood holding a nation's destiny in her hand. Today, I believe there are women in this place, there are mothers in this place, and you'll be holding a nation's destiny in your hand. There are times where she had to stood alone, this, this lady, she had to stand alone. There was not many other people there that could help her. She maybe had a few handmaidens around, but, but essentially she had to stand up alone against her father. And sometimes as mums, you have to stand alone. And today for those mums that have stood alone, stood believing, stood sacrificing, believing that this child's life matters. Today I salute you.
Today, I honor you for your, your bravery. Today, I honor you for your courage. Today, I know that there are women here today and that you often stand alone. Maybe you've got an unsaved husband, but sometimes there's, you've got to stand alone in prayer. You've got to, you feel like you're all alone. You put your own dreams and sacrifice, you sacrifice your own dreams, your, your own needs for the needs of other people. But I want to encourage you today that God has not forgotten you. In your heart, who you are, you are incubators of God's glory. You are incubators of something special. There is something unique about you that God put inside of your life that man could not do. Now I want to encourage you today, for those that have stood alone, for those of you that have sacrificed dreams, I salute you today. Many of the greatest mums are not those who are on magazine covers or are promoted across the world. Many, I believe today, are the greatest mums who are unnamed, those who have bravely stood in defiance against tyranny, those who have bravely stood in defiance against the attack of the enemy, those who have bravely stood when no one else stood with them. Today I give you honour as a husband and as a father. Today I honour you as woman. I want to encourage you today. You're here, you're a mother, you're a woman. Inside of your heart, God has given you a unique gift. God has given you the unique, unique capacity to nurture something, to incubate it, to multiply it and to give it back. Today we honour you. And if you're here today and you're a mum and, and uh, you've had to make some of those decisions that were tough, today I just wanted in my heart to say good on you. Today I salute you. For those that uh, have taken and still continue to take children that are not necessarily your own child, but taking them under your own care and believe in them. Today I thank you and I honour you today. You're an amazing woman and... Uh, I am I'm deeply touched by, by what's happened in our own family with my own mum. And uh, just as I was reading that, I remember my mum sharing her own testimony about when she had a child that, and she could no longer hold on to it. She had to let it go. And uh, my dad said, I remember my dad talking to me, he said, as we released that child into adoption, one of the things that we did was entrusted that child into the Lord's care. And that one day when the Lord would bring that child back, that they were testified to the goodness and the faithfulness of the Lord. And today I want to honour my mum and dad for doing that, for holding on to that seed. I also want to honour uh, the unnamed mother who actually raised her and believed in her and gave her the opportunity to grow. Incredible woman. I know there's women out here today and you've got some tough decisions. Today, I just want to know that, want you to know that as a pastor, as a father, I'm standing with you in prayer. For those of you that are, are having to do things on your own, today I want to encourage you that you're not alone. We're here with you today. Mums, I salute you and honour you today. Why don't you just close your eyes and just bow your heads. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every, every mum in this place, every mum, every grandmum, every great-grandmother. I pray, Lord, today, your hand, Lord, your presence would come over their lives in Jesus' name. Where there are mums here today that are struggling, where there are mums here today that are standing alone, I pray today, Lord, that your presence would just come over their lives. I pray today that you would strengthen them. I pray today that your love would come up into their heart. I pray today, Lord, that you would bless them. I pray today, Lord, that you would give them strength to those that are standing alone. I pray, Lord, for those that have had to make those tough decisions. I pray today, Lord, that you bring peace in their hearts in Jesus' name.
Father, we just thank you for mums. Pray your blessing on every household here today in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. If you're a mum, if you're a grandmother, if you are a mum in some capacity, whether it's biologically or not, I'd love for you just right now just to stand to your feet. We want to give you a big clap and a big honour for the, your courage, for your determination, for everything about who you are. Come on, if you're a mum, grandmother, stand up on your feet. Come on, let's give him a big clap. Come on. You're beautiful. You're strong. You're courageous. Come on, a big clap. Come on. Up, up this. We honour you. I bless you today. If you're around one of these mums, why don't you just stand to your feet and just give them a hug. And Whatever you sow into a mum, whatever you sow into a woman, she's going to give it back. She's going to take that. She's going to incubate it. She's going to multiply it. She's going to give it back to you. Come on, give some of them a hug. Come on. Give them a hug.